Many of you came out of the church of non-affirming religion, the evangelical church, denominations, and many of you are now deconstructing your faith, discovering what the Bible does and does not say about a lot of things, including LGBTQ. God has gotten bigger. The universe spirit has gotten more personal. It is beautiful, as we've said. When we open the box we have God in, all heaven breaks loose. But now what? Especially, what do we do about church? Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? Well, hello again, and welcome to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We're so glad you're here. My name is Robert Cottrell, and I'm here every time with... Susan Cottrell. Oh, I'm so Hi, glad everybody. About that. Hi, everyone. <laughs> we love you so much. It's raining. We're kind of doing this later in the day than we normally record. These normally, we do them in like late morning or early afternoon. This one's kind of early evening, and it's been raining all day long, kind of for a couple of days, you know? That's what you get in Seattle. Yeah, it's not like a stormy rain. It's just a no. rain that never stops. No, it's a beautiful <laughs> rain, a little bit cold. <laughs> it's great through the window. It is. It's great. <laughs> yeah. When you're not yeah, out we, in it. In case you're worried, we are safe. We are dry. Yeah. But it's great through the window. That's right. Yes. So, I'm again, sure you were worried about us. Okay. <laughs> again, welcome. Don't forget, share this. You can do this from whatever platform you're listening on, be it Apple or Google or Spotify or, or on the Buzzsprout site. You can share it. Share it on social media. That would really help us a lot. If there are people, groups you're in on social media feeds that you think would like this particular message or any one of our episodes, you can share that particular episode or share the podcast as a whole. That would mean a lot. Thank you very much. And if you have not already done so, please subscribe or I think it's called follow on different platforms. I think I'm show them age right there. <laughs> uh, follow us, subscribe. And again, if you can, if you can, we don't have any ads on, on, on our podcast. We are supported by our, by individual donations through our nonprofit. And uh, you could support us if you'd like, if you're able to, you can do all of that through freedhearts.org. And um, again, please do check out our resources um, and our other episodes, a lot of stuff. We're almost up to, this is like episode 60, I think. And gosh, darn 60 episodes. We've talked about a lot of stuff and, and good stuff out there. So please do check out our other resources and episodes. All of that is at freedarts.org. Okay. <laughs> so many of you listening, most of you listening, I would say have come out of church of non-affirming religion and be it the non-denominational evangelical church or out of a non-affirming uh, denomination of, of some sort. And many of you are deconstructing your faith, and it can be hard, but it's beautiful. We've talked about that at length. And discovering what the Bible does and does not say about a lot of things, including LGBTQ, and that's just awesome to discover what the Bible does and does not say. And our God has gotten bigger, and the universe spirit has gotten bigger and more personal and more wonderful, and it truly is beautiful, as we've said. When we open the box we have got in, all heaven does break loose. But now, what are we supposed to do about church? <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden, I'm from Vari Texas. Various answers leap to well, mind. Yeah, I mean, just screw it, walk away is a valid response <laughs> yeah. and understandable. And that, may, and that may be what works for you. But, but what do we do about church? Yeah, what do we do about church? And two things here come to mind for me. In terms of how we address this, is that many of us were raised to believe that a quote good Christian 
means attending church. So there's that guilt that comes with that. I mean, Sunday morning comes up, you know, we are enjoying our, our cinnamon rolls or we are waiting for, uh, you know, the, the server to bring our, our whatever, our waffles or whatever it is. And there's this, oh my gosh, I should be in church, <laughs> you know? And that is something that we overcome as we realize that we are the church. <laughs> yeah. It's not a building or a group. It's you and it's me. It's us. It's, it, and, and it's limitless and it's accessible and it's loving. But the other thing, and I think this is often, Susan, I think this is often more difficult to kind of deal with or adjust to, and sometimes painful, is community. Yes. When you, especially in the, I think this is true in denominations, I think, but especially in that evangelical church, church used to be the center of everything. Yeah. It was who we, you know, our homeschool community as we did that. And, and our music community it was it was the source of everything. And now what do we do? What do we do? Yeah. When not only is that not safe, but we're not even welcome there. So it's there's pain in that. And there's where do we find that kind of community? And we got an email from someone who has two adult gay brothers, and they asked, what did they ask in the email? They said, What do you pray for them as as all the churches are against this? They think it's a choice. As parents, we don't believe this. We love them. But church teachings do not see this at all. What do I do about church? Where do I go? We hear that a lot. Now, a couple of resources, just as you're, if you are out there and you are, are still looking for and want to look for a Sunday morning or whatever, Saturday evening, Friday happy hour at the bar, Wednesday night, whenever <laughs> they meet, uh, affirming church, there are two sort of resources that are great. One is gaychurch.org. The other is churchclarity.com, I think. You can find both of those links at the freedhearts.org resources tab. There's actually a couple of articles on how to find a fully affirming church. So look for that. But we hear this a lot, people searching for an, an affirming church. But then, you know, they still get triggered by things. You know what I mean? They still get triggered by little things that come up even in a maybe affirming or they're not sure if it's an affirming church and they just don't know what to do. And this person goes, well, who do I pray to? What do I pray for? What do I do? Where do I go? And you had, you know, finally, when someone writes, <laughs> you had an answer. <laughs> you had oh an answer. Oh my gosh, the answers just pop into my head and I can't help it. I get oh, this gosh. long answer. So I, I'd like to share with you because then you can really share with it as well. Yeah, and I, I wanted before we... Before I read this answer, I want to just highlight that point that when you have been traumatized in church, it is not a small thing to consider what to do after that and whether to go back and it or whatever. And just the word church can be triggering. Yeah. Just the word religion, Jesus, any of God can be triggering because you're in post-traumatic stress from church. So I I want you to be able to recognize it. I want to I want to name that and not brush over it so you don't feel like you're the only one or crazy or something. Or wrong. Or wrong That's because right. you're not. That's right. Okay. And you know what that the fact that we feel that way shows just how messed up the whole thing the yes. whole system was that yeah. we even to try to get out of that and we've talked about you know the ones that are cults and all these kind of things but we've even to try to get out of that, to have that be so difficult and painful and traumatic, 
shows you just how messed up the system is. Yes. You know, so. Yes. How off track it has gotten. So anyway, so I wrote her back and I said, there was a time when peers of Galileo knew that he knew what he was talking about. They knew he was right, that the earth revolves around the sun, not the sun around the earth, but the church did not believe it. And to speak up was to risk not only their position, their livelihood, their entire community, but perhaps their life as well. What do they do? It's the same question you face. Fortunately, you won't lose your life if you disagree, but it just may feel like it because you will have to make a choice. We left our church community and our friend community. We actually moved, which made it much easier on us. And some people are not in that position, obviously. So you have to make choices. Just to be clear, not all churches are against LGBTQ people. There are plenty that support the community and have for a long time. But they're just from denominations that non-affirmings don't even recognize as Christians. So there's that. But yes, the non-affirming churches are present and loud and intimidating to stand against. But they're just a collection of people with inherited teaching that's full of error and what Jesus called the traditions of men. And he said, you've given up true faith for the traditions of men. Don't do that. If you are inclined to pray, you can simply pray that God will reveal truth, that God will protect people from harm, that God will lead you where to go and how you can serve those around you. You can't be responsible for other people's mistakes and refusal to hear. You just can't. People have their own free will. But you can be the love you want to see in the world. Remember, people believe and have believed a lot of things throughout history that skin color is a sign of human value, that women are, quote, deformed men, as if, <laughs> that a new baby is contained inside the sperm and that a woman is just an incubator. Good heavens, that children cannot know their own gender but need us to tell them. Like how I slipped that one in there? You'll have to find your own sea legs and stand up. Not necessarily to them, which can be unsafe, but inside. And you may decide to leave. And you may be bound there like a teenager I just talked to today on the phone or on, the, on an email who can't say no to church because her father makes her go. Or your job is there and you can't leave. In that case, you can almost dig in like a prisoner of war, like the child who was standing in her chair and her mother made her sit. And after a big tussle, the child finally sat with folded arms and she muttered, I'm sitting on the outside, but I'm standing on the inside. And to leave may mean losing a whole community of family and friends. It can be very costly. I think that is built into the system to maintain compliance. You may have to weigh the options. Losing family can be very costly, very heartbreaking. But I have found that there are things on the other side. There is life on the other side. That has helped a lot. What I've gained, this community, has far exceeded what I've lost, including actual family members. But to be true to myself, there was just no other choice. Yeah, yeah, you... You continue on here with some basic things to remember, some, some points. But I want to talk about this for just a minute. Yeah. Because, first of all, there's no right answer to this as mm -hmm. to whether or not you should leave the church, stay in a church, or whatever. There's no right answer. We have yes. talked to people, and we've talked about this before, but we've talked to people who, you know, an older gay couple, beautiful couple who say, we sit front row every morning, hands held, 
smiling at the pastor um, as he continues to spew his anti-gay rhetoric. You know, we, we, you know. That's others, not a recommendation. No, that's no, just, just one saying, person's that, journey. That's, right. that's, what, that's what they feel right. they're supposed to do. Others have said, I want to be an outgoing voice in this church and be the place where other parents come when their child comes out. They have a, a safe space in me. There are others that say, I can't walk through a, a, a church door ever, ever again because of the pain and, and the harm. I'm, I'm done with that way of, of interacting with God, spirit, the universe, and everything in between and everything else. There's no... And all of those are valid. Yes, all, right. That was the point. Yeah. All of those are valid. This is between you and spirit here. There's no right answer. There's no wrong answer in this. Just follow your heart and take care of yourself in the process. But don't, if you're doing something because you feel you have to, or because there's some sort of guilt in that, that's a red flag there that, that, that maybe there's still some influence of this old teaching going on. This, like you mentioned in your response, the, the pressure, the intimidation. Yeah, the uh, conditioned fear. That. Yeah, so. And side note, if you are bound to church by your parents or whatever, you can't leave. Our hearts go out for you, to you, and we just, you know, support you in just stealing yourself inside from the onslaught from the outside. Yeah. Um, Somebody wrote us a, a teenager and said, I forget, this was, this was a couple of years ago, I think. And, and they said, um, you know, the whole timeline has been screwed because I don't know what year it is, how long it's been, <laughs> how, you know. Totally. Uh, you know, this could be 1987 as far as I know. I have no idea. Well, that's when we, oh, that's when we met and got married. It is. Oh my gosh. It is. I sure. said to somebody the other day, I was using the card. And anyway, I said, oh my gosh, this is 2020. He goes, it's 2022. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I'm leaving now. Uh, exactly. So <laughs> sometime in the past 60 years, this person wrote us, <laughs> this teenager wrote us and said, you know what? You know, they make me go to church, but, but thank God that my, that my AirPods are small. They have, very, they have longer hair and very small That's um, awesome. earphones. And so they sit there with their earphones in and they listen to something else. Oh, that's great. I, so, I love it. So grow your hair long. That's the message <laughs> of that. Hey, <laughs> I can't do that. There's some, some people out there that are. That's right. That's true. That's anyway, a privilege no, to have hair that grows long. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but there may be something you can do if you're, if you're, again, I'm just saying, yeah. Doodle. Yeah, doodle. Doodle in an art pad. Yeah, doodle in an art pad. That'll take your mind away. Doodle all over the church bulletin. <laughs> you know, sit in the yeah. corner. Sit, you know, back where you where you can doodle, where you can put your headphones in. Yeah. You, don't, you know what I mean? But And you can so. tell your parents, it helps you think better, which is true. Doodling helps you think better and even listen better. You just may not be listening to faster. You may be listening to your own thoughts. Right. So, yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so you had, I'm sorry, not anyway. No, we're all good. Um, so you have, you closed your email with, yeah. with four particular things and you'll list these four. Maybe we can talk about them too as we go. Yeah. So. Okay. So I said, here are some basics to remember. Number one, we're all making our way the best we can. Yeah. You're all good. <laughs> yeah. You're all good. You're doing great. Again, there's no right way. There's no wrong way. There's no timeline. There's no perfect time. There's no fast or slow in this. You're all good, especially deconstructing and all that kind of stuff. You're rebuilding all of this and getting rid of a lot of the old trauma and effects. So it's all good. All good. Number two, we must prioritize our own safety and self-care. We often think that we're, we're more resilient, that we're resilient enough to take an onslaught of abuse and be okay with it. 
and we're not. That has a, a deleterious effect on us. It breaks us down. So you must prioritize your own safety and self-care. And I think part of that, too, is not, as you just said, don't underestimate the impact. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not at all comparable. But this morning, I had a couple of things fall apart in terms of some tra- or organization travel. Then my iCloud wouldn't work and wouldn't sync and still doesn't. Oh, my somewhere. gosh. I could and, hear it. In the and room. it's just, I just felt like, ah. And I thought, I didn't know I was that close <laughs> to being going over the edge. <laughs> to a breakdown. Yeah. And that, and that was minor stuff, you know. Yes. So don't don't underestimate the impact of the gaslighting and the trauma and all that stuff. So you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. And all yeah. Of this. The dehumanization. Yeah. Okay, number three, we can always love wherever we can, but remember, we may love someone best from a thousand miles away. <laughs> and that is serious. Like yeah. just because you want to love well, and I get this question a lot. It doesn't mean you need to be in proximity. And it certainly doesn't mean you need to put yourself at risk and think you need to take abuse in order to love somebody. No. Yeah, yeah, love doesn't mean that. Love doesn't mean just taking it. It means recognizing who somebody is and saying, okay, I get it. I get it. I accept you for that. And then that means I'm not going to hang around you at all. The the best indicator of future behavior is past behavior. So don't expect a different person to show up just because you've made a change. Okay, number four, kindness rarely goes amiss, but again, does not mean to endure words or actions that hurt you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, wow. We know this is tough. We know this is tough. And this, you know, there could have been, we could have changed one word at the beginning of this, at the title of this episode. So no, what about prayer? What about worship? What about the Bible? And we've done some of those. What about church? And so this this is all part of this. But we know that this we got this email and and it was and there were several that we got that were just like this. And uh, this is a big thing for for people that what do I do about church? Either the guilt that I have to go every Sunday or the community that I lost. Where do I go to worship and to learn? And and we do have a very um, uh, actually I'll talk about that in just a second. But but I want you to know that you're all good, that you're good. The the journey is good. Take care of yourself, as you just said, take care of yourself first and foremost. And that's the best way to care for those you love is to take care of yourself. And don't settle for anything less. Don't feel like, I know that, that some of you listening are in very small communities, but again, if that may be you have to open your box on what church looks like. You know, there may not be an affirming church that you can physically go to. So you may have to do something else, but don't settle. Don't settle for anything less or don't feel like you have to settle for something less than a fully affirming church with no conditions, no restrictions. And someone suggested one time that a great question to ask a church to find out if they're fully affirming is, hey, can a transgender person be a pastor here? (laughs) And either it's an absolute, yeah, sure. Well, if it's anything other than that, then they're not fully affirming. Yeah. And anything less has a high likelihood of triggering you and, and, and hurting in the short term and especially in the long term. Some people talk about that the welcoming but not affirming church, and we've, we've talked about that, the welcoming but not affirming church actually hurts more um, yeah. than just outright, I reject you. Right. You know, because so. it's gaslighting. 
it's gaslighting. It's not out and out rejection. It's gaslighting. So you think it's you. Yeah. You wonder if it's you. Yeah. And you see, and it's like holding the carrot really close and then right. nope, nope, can't have it. You know, you're welcome to come here, but you can't do this or that or that or that or that. Right. Or it this. strings people along and they, they put their heart in and their time and their resources and then rejected. Yeah. You want to say something? I was going to say that that I really encourage you listeners to trust your gut. It's it's like if somebody feels unsafe to you when you're walking down the street, you know, you cross the street, what's nothing lost there. And you know in your gut when something is not right and if someone is unsafe. So trust that because it's very accurate. Mm, yep. And don't be convinced that an unsafe situation, you should just be fine with it because the person telling you that has no idea why you would feel that way. Yeah. You trust you. Yep. You know, and as we talked about putting together a different looking church, you may have to build the pieces uh, with, for example, online teaching. We do have a great list Mm -hmm. of really, really good online teachers and Bible studies. Just email us. Hello. I'm sorry, uh, email us at podcast at freedhearts.org or hello at freedhearts.org. Your choice. <laughs> um, but email us and we can get you back this this great list of online teachers and the Bible studies that are fully, fully affirming. You may find that you use video or recorded music if if that's a big part of your of your spiritual life. You may and find your people, your people, your people. That may be chosen family, it may be online groups, it may be in person. Build that community and serve. You can serve as your heart leads. There are tons of opportunities out there, and you can give as your heart leads as well. And you can pray. Just speak to God, Spirit, the universe, your angels. They're always listening. There's no right way. Just just talk. You yeah. know, just, just talk. And they're always on your side and they always love you completely. Any God that you're afraid of is a false God. Yeah. Any God that, that would punish you is a false God. Yes. God has never been disappointed in you or mad at you one moment of your life ever. So that is a God. Define that God however you will that you can just talk to. Just talk to. Yeah. There's no right way. The wrong way, I mean. There's no wrong way. Every way is the right way. Yeah. And as you said about your gut, you don't have to listen to the angry voices of false teaching. You know what they are. You know them. You recognize them. You've probably heard them for years. They, it may be very familiar to you. You have the power not to listen to that anymore. So, And continue to fill your mind with affirming teaching as you continue to deconstruct and open your box. And you know, like we say, like we say every time, and we just can't say it enough because I can't hear it enough and you can't hear it enough. You're all good. You're okay. God, spirit, the universe has your photo on their fridge. Never been mad at you or disappointed in you a single moment of your life. You're not broken and you don't need fixed. Beloved, you are beloved. Don't forget that. You're all good. We love you. We love you. Talk to you next time. Bye. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay? You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www 
www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. The music is provided by Hannah Cottrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner. And you can find out more about her at heystsinner.com. Please share this, subscribe, and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.